captain, but you can't seriously walk in his Hey, Shant, what are you looking for? Off, son. Change of bowler, batsman. New bowler's coming. Right arm over. Mate, grand final eve, Thursday night, selection night. Now you're tucked up in your little work office. <laughs> what is your usual preparation? Because you're a pretty experienced campaigner at this now, aren't you, Batterboyd? You've got a few premierships under the belt already. So just talk us through how your week's been. Yes, I haven't really thought much about it, to be honest. Um, yeah, obviously it'd be nice to be training tonight, but shift, shift work is what it is, so... Um, I've just uh, went for a bit of a bowl today before I uh, had a sleep, and um, and yeah, I'll, I'll hopefully be able to knock off a bit earlier tomorrow night, and be able to go and um, have a good sleep before the big game on Saturday. So that's pretty much no beer at all for the next couple of days. So um, well, yeah, I'll be sober as a judge. That's pretty usual. For, that's pretty usual for you, though, mate. You're always pretty laid back going into most cricket matches, and then. You do suffer from a bit of white line fever. When that um, Gary Ablett-like scone crosses the white line, you switch on and become a bit of a lunatic, which I love that about you and cricket. Yeah, well, you know, it's, it's the only bit of competitiveness I get these days is, uh, you know, the four hours or five hours on a Saturday afternoon. So, and especially, you know, grand finals and finals cricket, that's the best time. That's why we play. So, um, I'm yeah, pretty keen yeah. for Saturday and hopefully – Get my third A grade flag, it'd be great. <laughs> How good's that? <laughs> Have you ever locked your family out the front of the house before? Uh, no, but I probably will. Yeah, no doubt. Definitely will be doing that at some stage. Yeah, um, I was just going to say, mate, Justin Langer, when we spoke to him a while back now, we talked about you being a pudgy Gary Ablett. Um, talk us through how the physique's going. Would you still describe yourself as a – well, it was actually me who described you as a pudgy Gary Ablett. But, so um, how are you going, mate? Have you, have you got a six-pack or have you got a whole carton? Yeah, I've got the full carton, mate. <laughs> um, dad bod now, you know, just embracing it. <laughs> yeah, you just got it. You get to a certain stage where you're like, seriously, why would I want a six-pack? I've got the whole carton here. Exactly. Who, who wants six packs anyway? They're overrated. Even lovers are starting to blow out now, so it's good to see. Oh, really? Has he been doing um, calf night yet, or is it? Is it still quite thin oh, down right. the lower legs? Yeah, he's very thin down there still. Um, the middle section is still not bad, but uh, yeah. <laughs> anyway, moving on. Thank, thankfully, uh, for he can be very. Um, well, you can manoeuvre that camera lens to just uh, you know take away from the chickens the chicken legs. But anyway, we won't, we won't get stuck into him because the bloke is in sublime form. I've been watching the, um, the stats come through and the angry fast bowlers up and about. 
He is. He bowled really well. What's been good is, especially for people who can't be there like yourself, Lizzie, we got that bloody, Paul's head got that frog box thing on. So yeah. um, it's, you know, it's bloody fully televised now through a stream. So for people like yourself who live in Kananara, where the hell you are, uh, you can tune in and actually watch the game, which will be great. But he's been bowling well, the big fella, so uh, hopefully he continues for one more week and uh, get us a few polls early. It'll be great. Well, look, should we start with the C-grade preview? Because, of course, Singleton and Whittians, it's an amazing effort to get three out of five teams into the big dance. And the C-grade of, well, should we start with the C's and move our way up to, to the A's? Yeah, go for it. Now, look, they've had... They've had to do it the hard way, haven't they, the C-grade? Playing in the um, the lower final, in the semi-final, and they've had a few scary moments, but they've, they've got their way through and they've got a pretty formidable lineup. so would be feeling pretty confident, led by skipper Gavola Braham. Uh, just looking at their first result um, against White Knights, um, Baldivis, keeping the White Knights to 120, um, and very pleasing to see young Tomo picking up Three for 14 from four overs. I mean, that's phenomenal. Mm. And Bobby Brahm with his 180. His darts coming through with three for 27. So definitely um, some room for improvement there um, because generally their bowling attack, they do share it around a bit. Yeah, I think with the C-grade team, I think definitely they're a bowling team. So I think their biggest issue is if they can make enough runs to – you know, to bowl to. Yeah. So I know they had Jackie come in and play for him on the weekend. So he's been in pretty good form all year. So hopefully he can, you know, help him out there. Um, hopefully Glennie Guy, can, I don't know if he's playing or not, but hopefully he can make a few runs because he can bat. So and obviously the big captain himself, he needs a bit of a captain's knock this weekend just to give him a decent score to bowl to because they've got some pretty good bowlers. Yeah, they so, do. And let's talk about that, the Shoalwater side. Um you know, I saw a cheeky name in there by the name of Mitch Smith, who has definitely caused us a bit of uh, pain in the past, playing for a different club in Waruna, winning an A-grade grand final against us. Um, the fella took, what was it, um, three for nine off nine overs or something with five maidens playing for Showwater. So, I mean, what's going on over there, mate, at Showwater with him playing C-grade? Clearly... Uh, do you think there's a bit of hedging their bets going on over at um, the Seals and they've sort of slid him down the grades or has he played there all year? Yeah, I was pretty surprised to see him play C-grade, but mm. uh, he sh- definitely shouldn't be playing C-grade. He's way too good for that. <laughs> so I'll tell you what, he'd look good in a singleton shirt, that's for sure. But, uh, yeah, they're gonna if he's playing tomorrow, they're going to have to try and see him out and hopefully minimise the, uh, the damage that he can cause. And it's not only the bowling, it's also his batting is quite good too. So mm. he's, he's definitely one player that they're going to have to watch and hopefully um, they can get him out pretty early. And look, um, you know, we've we got the Dan, the man, McFetish, um, Greg, I need a Zimmer frame, Bose, um, you know, in that batting lineup as well. Um, and of course, the Jack Attack, um, uh, the Snapdragon, as we like to call him, um, back from his days where. He had the gloves, and he's also been known as the human sponge by yours truly uh, many years ago when playing in the in the green and gold of uh, older Indians. Absolutely, uh, the sponge. Yes, he, uh, he <laughs> soak up a few balls, the big fella. <laughs> but he hasn't been doing that this year. I saw that he was at the PCA Awards night and um, picking up a few trophies and medallions, and he had a bit of a green light, the Cheshire Cat, in that photo. So 
the the old fella's going all right, isn't he? Yeah, he's he's going well. I don't know why he's playing D grade, but um, yeah, it's good to see him making a few runs down there. He's also taking wickets somehow. I don't know how he takes wickets, but he's been doing it. So hopefully, he continues for another week and he gets himself a premiership medal. It'd be great. And in that C grade, um, the Secret Harbour Dockers they weren't far off show order in that first semi, and then. You know, to only get 92 the next day and Singleton to get it seven down. There must have been a few, well, I suppose, deep breaths getting made over um, in that match by the Singleton and Winnians guys with to- Toddy Coppin up the top there, held us together. And so I think I agree with you, mate. Um, runs on the board in that game will go a long way towards deciding um, this year's winners. But, um, yeah, just a, a huge best of luck to our C-grade side in Singleton and Winnians and hopefully they can bring the chocolates home on the weekend. Absolutely, Pleasy. That'd be great. And just quickly as well, Tomo, he has won a best on ground in the C-grade grand final before, so I'm sure that's just loitering in the back of his mind. He'd love to do that again for his um, beloved orange and black. All right, let's move on to the uh, the, the mighty B-grades. And I always grow a bit of a leg when I um, talk about the Bs, going for, of course, four premierships in a row. No pressure at all, though. Um, they just keep getting the job done, don't they? And it's interesting... Um, in the A and the B grade grand finals, um, it is the same matchup as it was in the semi finals. So, probably it's good in that the top two sides in both those grades have made it through, haven't they? Yeah, no, it's always good to, for one to verse two because obviously they've been the best sides all year. So it's always good to have you know one v two in the grand final playoff for the big in the big dance. Uh, our B grade, you know, they didn't start all that well from memory. But uh, they've come home with a wet sail. So, like usual, they've all got, you know, big game um, experience. So, hopefully they can, um, you know, come out there and just go wham again. Obviously, we've taken Anthony Burt this year. So, you're going to lose a really good batsman up the top. But um, I'm sure others have sort of stepped up and um, taken his spot because he's been really good for the A grade this year. But, um, yeah, I'm pretty confident in the B grade. I think hopefully they can get, what, is it four in a row now, Lizzy? It is the, going for the mighty four, Pete. And, of course, myself being part of those three in a row, I'll have massive FOMO come come Saturday. But just looking at that North Baldiver side, they really do rely on their opening bats. Burgess and Furza have pretty much made the bulk of their runs in both the matches in the finals. You know, they've, they've combined for around 60, 70 runs, which has been half their total in both their scores. So I know... Um, you know, Rabbit and Peck and the boys would be uh, doing their homework and really trying to put a lot of pressure on those openers. And this is unbelievable, mate, in that semi-final. Um, one, two, three, four ducks in their batting lineup, um, including two Goldens. It's just um, a phenomenal um, end to their uh, batting card. And another bloke who got two and another fellow who got six. So when you look at that batting card, they look pretty pretty solid up top, um, but, you know, I reckon if a few early polls for the Singleton and Winnings boys, they'd be pretty confident they can slide through that middle to tail order. Absolutely. they got some good bowlers too, the B-grade, and you got Bardo coming back in as well to bowl a few tweakers as well, so hopefully he can roll through them as well. So early wickets is the key there, I reckon. Talk about the 180 dart bowlers. He's the best of them, isn't he? Absolutely. The Bart man. Um all right, well, best of luck to our B-grade side. And, you know, they've really um, had an amazing season all year with 
Jared Page coming in and filling the void when needed, and he's really stepped up to the plate. And geez, when he's on fire, mate, he's I think he's one player that's taken more sixes than anyone I know. So I'm sort of got everything crossed for him to do that again on the weekend. A nice cheeky, dirty six fart would be lovely. That would be absolutely delightful, Lizzie. And I think he's had a good year, Rabbit, being the, taken over the presidency as well. So hopefully he can get himself a premiership as well for uh, rounding off the big year that he's had. So fingers crossed for him. Yes, let's hope a Mac- another Macintosh Cup will be um, heading our way down to Laurie Stanford. Now let's talk about the Wiley Cup. And um, and Johnny Wiley, he's got his nephew in the lineup for Hall's Head Cricket Club. And when I was looking through their scorecards over the their couple of finals, um, you know they've they've well si- similar in that they've relied on a few guys to make runs. And Michael Chapel in the middle there, he's been a bit of a rocker Gibraltar. I mean he's made thirty odd in both games, but soaked up a lot of nuts. But he can be pretty hard to get out once he gets in, can't he, Mickey Chapel? Yeah, he's batted pretty well against us both times, so hopefully we can snare him out. They've got a really good batting lineup, Paul said, which, um, you know, and same for us. Early polls is key, so hopefully Lovers and Prosser and whoever else is going to open the bowling can uh, especially get Mr. Rudge out himself. He's, you know, country 11 player, so hopefully we can get him out. He's been in pretty good form, but he hasn't done much in the first two finals so far, so hopefully his form continues for us. Uh, obviously, yep. they got big Jack Manuel as well, batting at three or four. He's a really good batsman, so he's one who can score pretty quick. So we've got to try and get him out early as well. So, uh, and then you obviously got yeah Jake Wiley's in there. Uh, Chris Phelps is still hanging around, so you know they bat quite deep as well. We probably bat to Jeez, eleven. So, Chris Phelps, he's the cab sav of the PCA. Just keeps getting better with age, doesn't he? He does. He's played a good bowler too. So uh, you know he worries me. <laughs> <laughs> but I like Phelps. He's, he's a good man, so hopefully uh, we can um, nullify his uh, influence in the game as well. So that'd be interesting to see. Um, but it should be a good game. Yeah, and look, of course, with this matchup, um, you know, I've got a bit of love for the Hall's Head boys playing in an A-grade premiership over there and coaching them to one. Um, but, of course, my alliance is definitely with the, the Origin Black this weekend with that fella, Chris Phelps, um, obviously one of my old mates from Hall's Head. But um, let's just talk a bit about um, Loveridge because best on ground in the in the um, PPL T20 and he's picked up another um, pretty good set of figures in the semi-final. Timmy Hutch, he hasn't bowled himself a lot this year, has he, during the preliminary games, but we all know he's a big game player. Um, and what I wanted to talk about quickly was um, the big red, Granfo. I mean, I've always sort of rated his bowling and... You know, every year, every season I play with him, I've always sort of cheekily go over to him and go, mate, why aren't you bowling? Why aren't you bowling? And I suppose he's really focused on his batting, which is, is giving him dividends. But um, can you, you comment a bit about Ranfo and how important his role is with the ball as well as the bat? Yeah, well, he um, has really come on with his bowling this year. He's a bloody good T20 bowler as well. He's got plenty, got good variations. Um and I reckon after Christmas, Touch is really sort of turning him to bowl because we've had a few injuries with Craig Thornley Moore's sort of been in and out. And we've got a few other guys who, you know, like Trent Partridge, who's a flying flyer as well. So uh, we've had to rely on Rampo to really come through and bowl a few overs. And he's been sort of a bit of a golden arm, really, uh, taking mm. wickets for fun at the moment. Same with Daniel Jones as well. He sort of is in and out one-on-one one one as well. So um, yeah. this week we've got, 
such a um, array of bowlers. Uh, it's going to be really uh, interesting to see which way Hutch goes with who's bowling where. But um, those two following Prosser and Trent or Chris, you know, Loveridge, it's a really bloody good bowling attack. Then you got the two spinners as well. So, uh, but yeah, Brad batted really well last week as well. I think he made 60 off about 70 rocks. Uh, and then he could come in and bowl his five really good overs that go for nothing as well. So very handy cricketer, Brad Ranford. Congratulations to him, by the way. Just had a little baby boy, so he's had a big couple of weeks. Outstanding, isn't it? It's great to see another addition to his beautiful family. And, look, let's let's talk a bit about Hall's head and put the blowtorch on him. In the prelim, what an absolute clinker it was against Waruna. I mean, you look at the Waruna scorecard, I mean – Three-run win by Hall's head. That must have been an absolute cliffhanger down there. But looking at the uh, the Waruna scorecard, they had three ducks in it and three other scores under five. With um, one of our favourite guests on right arm over, Benny Wright, hold it together for a long time, 23 or 59 rocks. But Waruna would be bitterly disappointed. But I tell you what, Hall's head, they'd be up and about after that, that lifting win in the prelim. And do you think playing two days in a row has much bearing in a grand final? Oh, well, if you have a look at the scorecard, it can't be great for their batsmen because no one really made any runs. So, I mean... Yeah, Nicky Chappell again in the middle. Yeah, these, you know, they've only made 111 and they got rolled pretty early. So, um, and we're coming off... We're pretty we're pretty high on confidence, really. Um, we made another yeah. 225 uh, batting first and I think we bowled them out for 180 or something. So... Um, I don't, I'm not sure. We'll have to sort of see what. Hopefully, they've played their grand final already to get into the GF. So we'll just have to see what happens, I guess, Tim. But um, yeah, they might be a bit sore as well. <laughs> and you're right. There'll have to be some doubts in the back of the mind if a few early wickets do fall, um, and that's the key. I think. Yeah, there's a few batsmen there that are a bit down on form. So let's just hope the um, Singleton Williams blowtorch can really fire up and and put them under a lot of pressure and. Another thing I've been thinking about, mate, I don't think um, Singleton or Winians have ever won A and B grade on the same weekend. Um, the three B grade wins have come at the cost of uh, two A grade premiership or grand final losses and, of course, one year where they didn't make the final. So I know there'd be a lot of people in the orange and black just just dearly um, hoping for that A and B grade Quinella and, of course, getting all three in a hat-trick. I tell you what, Jared Page could be bankrupt by the end of the weekend if that does occur. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, hopefully, that, <laughs> hopefully that does happen. Um, we've got a big silly Sunday planned, so it'd be nice to have a few cups floating around that day and we can drink out of them all day and all night, hopefully. So we'll see what happens there. Let's have a little bit of a talk about Batter Boyd. I mean, you, you blocked it out for red ink in the semi-final, I note. Uh, seven not out off seven rocks, 100% strike rate. You, you must be pretty confident with that. But, I mean, look, are you ready to go in case you needed? Because if we cast our minds back to almost 10 years ago now, it's crazy that it's two years away from the 10-year anniversary, isn't it? It is. That, um, that you, you dug in, mate, made a half century and was man of the match in that A-grade grand final. I mean, how much do you draw on that kind of experience in these big dances? Do you think it, it will have much, um, you know, input into the match on the weekend, having that that experience personally for yourself? Do you think it's going to help guide you? Yeah, well, you know, I bat at 11 on the weekend, only because we we're, were going pretty well. But uh, hopefully I won't bat at all this weekend. That'd be great. But I will be ready to go if needed. I've already hit Hutch up, said, get me up the order, mate. <laughs> I like these sort of games. <laughs> I, mean, I, I like these sort of games. So 
but hopefully I won't be needed. I'll just hopefully be take a few poles with the uh, with the ball will be nice. Um, but yeah, if if I need a bat, then I'll be ready to go, mate. Had a good hit on the weekend, so feeling pretty confident, and I'm just uh, hopefully you know looking. At, hopefully the boys can uh, can get it done up the top of the ladder, and we got a really good batting lineup. I mean, Dylan Birdie hope, normally get us off to a pretty good start. Rampho is the same. You got Tim Hutch, Bryce Evans, Daniel Jones in the in the middle there. Um, it's a pretty solid lineup, you know. So we'll just have to see see what happens, but. If needed, yeah. I'll be ready to go. Mate, you're probably the best number 11 in the competition, to be fair. that That's pretty pretty crazy. But you're a very humble man. Um, I tell you what, from experience, bowling to you in the nets, um, you're never out and you're very hard to get out once you're in, you cheeky bugger. But, um, yeah, look, I agree with you. Hopefully you're not needed and you can just concentrate on being that angry Gary Ablett-like um, um, uh, leg spinner that really just gets stuck in, I think. The, the thing I love about you, mate, is that you're a fierce competitor and when that ball gets in your hand, you just you turn into another person, which is just a really competitive white line fever. Um, you just love it, mate. Yeah, I do. I am competitive. Uh, you know, I like to win. So especially we've lost two grand finals in a row a few years ago. So I know what it's like to lose uh, and I don't want to do it again. So... You know, I'm only getting older, yeah. so I want to make sure I can get another flag before uh, my retirement days come calling. So hopefully this is the year, mate. So we'll see what happens. Can we, just before we um, wrap it up, mate, can we talk a bit about Timmy Hutch? I mean, he, he tasted his first bit of silverware with the PPL T20. I know he'd be desperate to um, to get his real his first real um, piece of silverware on the weekend because, I mean, did you even get a cup with the PPT, PPL? Was it just a shield? Uh, I think it was just a shield, yeah. Yeah, so he'd love to get that cup and drink from it all night. But look, you know, having Bryce Evans in that side who's been in sublime form, you know, how important do you reckon it is for Hutch? Do you reckon he's really pumped for this weekend? And as a big game player, um, he must be dearly wanting to get his hands on that cup. Yeah, well, I reckon he's in really good form too, Hutch. Uh, he hit a hundred and something against South Mander in the last round, which was a big game for us. Cause we wanted to make sure we finished on top of the ladder and he came out and just went bang. So he's in real good form with the bat and the ball. I mean, he doesn't go for many runs in his 10 overs and he normally takes a couple of poles as well. So, um, I think you'll see if he gets a chance to bat this weekend, I think he's going to make full, um, you know, he's just going to come out there and whack him everywhere. I think so. You can see the steely reserve in his eye, and um, I think he's pretty excited to play. He he was in those two lost grand finals as well, so he hasn't won one for us yet. So yeah, I think he's going to be up and about this weekend for sure. And just having cheeky Bryce Evans, who's won a couple of A grade titles as skipper in the in in the lineup as well, and you know um, you've you've captain A grade as well in that lineup. You know you've got a lot of experience. You've got country eleven player Mitch Shellam in there as well, so. I think that's been one of the strengths of the A grade this year. Um, you know, Danny Jones, an up-and-coming leader. Um, and I haven't really touched on someone like a, um, a Prosser, who's um, going to be an absolute star in you know in the next few years, if he isn't already, just gets the job done week in, week out. So, yeah, look, um, very excited, mate. And, and being based up here in, in the Kimberley, I've just been hanging to get the results through on the weekend. So great to hear that the A grade's getting streamed and I can watch that and, I'll be eagerly watching the uh, the my cricket to see the B and C grade results come through. But look, mate, best of luck. Um, 
I want you to really get that game face on on Saturday and and rip rip it with the ball and um, just get around the lads like I know you will. So um, yeah, just all the best for the weekend, mate, and look forward to chatting to you Saturday night. Thanks, Timmy. Appreciate the time, mate. Uh, you look after yourself up there. Make sure you stay well hydrated and uh, hope we'll talk <laughs> to you on Saturday night. Mate, this podcast should be ready to roll um, by tomorrow morning, so I'll flick it out and hopefully the boys can have a gentle listen and it gives them a bit of inspiration to get up and about. Hearing your dulcet tones generally does. So um, <laughs> just good to be back on the airwaves. Right arm over, lives on. Good on you, Tim. Have a good night, mate. Cheers, mate. Hazard! Hey mate, there's some uh, shit on the end of your bat. No, no, the other end. <laughs> Bold Macca. Keys are in the bowl. Swinging hard. Good Bardo, well bowled. Couldn't hit it off a tee, mate. Hey, sausage, this bloke been auditioning for the river dance. <laughs> Sponges are out, boys. Soak those runs up. This bloke premeditated blocks every ball. Scorebook's looking like a dot to dot. Yeah, put that one in your podcast. Change of bowler batsman, new bowlers coming, right arm over.